Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Money FM 89.3. It is now time for Sports Minutes. Elliot Danka and Ziaul Raushan today welcoming in ST's sports writer, Deepan Gunnison. Uh, and the reason I'm bringing you in so early into the conversation, Deepan, is because the three of us here are Manchester United fans. Let's spend two minutes expressing our frustration at this morning. <laughs> Expressing frustrations is is definitely the right word because, uh, you know, when you dominate any match for, for that period um, and then to come away with just a draw, I, I don't understand how that happened. Uh, I, I think I, w- I will need a few days to reflect yes. on, on what happened. But but look, I, I think we, we got to give credit where it's due. I, I think the performance has been better than, than most of our recent mm. games. I mean, taking away the fact that Everton were there for the taking uh, yeah. in the English Premier League. Yeah. But I think it also exposes the the strengthening that United needs to do if you want to compete on many different fronts. Right now, we are a, a team that can compete on, on one front in the English Premier League, yeah. but we can't do it on, on multiple tournaments. This guy is so professional, no, Deepan. Yeah. Analyze. It's, it's almost it's, like he writes for a living, right? I, I think so. <laughs> I would have said Sevilla got black magic <laughs> in the Europa League. What's going on? Look, my frustration is exactly... <laughs> I won't be as eloquent as Deepan. I, I have not... I switched off the TV once the final whistle went and I haven't oh. caught up on any news just yet. But I do feel much more than the frustration over what transpired over 90 minutes. I fear for how this may derail Manchester United season as a whole it's because yeah. Lissandro Martinez limped off with what looks like a season-ending injury. Out. Rafael Varane limped off at half-time. Uh, Bruno only, suspended. Exactly, Bruno suspended. Rashford's out. Luke Shaw's out. All these key oh, players. Gosh. And just to add on to Deepen's point, right? We already only had a squad that was good enough to, I feel, put up a proper challenge on one front. Now, rid of all these players, it's going to be a very, very, I won't say painful end to the season because there's still plenty to play for, but it's going to be very testing for Ten Hag. Yeah. I tell you what, taking it to local football, and that's the reason why we've got uh, Deepen in the studio with us, is a club that is not challenging on any front. Sadly, uh, from a place where I used to live, Haugang. Mm. Oh, I never knew Elliot was from Haugang. Uh, Haugang yes. Avenue 8 and Haugang Avenue 10. To your I point. was that boy. <laughs> void deck football, that's uh, me. I see. <laughs> may, may, maybe Haugang United should have considered you because at the moment they are struggling. they got nothing to lose with me. <laughs> Bottom of the table... Below a developmental young lion side, deepen straight away to bring you in. What's gone wrong for them? I think first and foremost, context. Uh, this Haugang side that's bottom of the league, they were tipped to challenge for the title mm. uh, because of the signings that they had made in the off-season. So they brought in national players, uh, players who were doing well in the league, experienced players. So it's not like they have downsized and then uh, the squad is showing. So on paper... They have a squad that should be fighting for the title. But in reality, they are genuine contenders for the wooden spoon. And and how that has happened, I think you got to look at the players and the coach. Look, th- this coach, Fadawis Kasim, uh, he was in charge when Haugang won their first ever title, uh, which was last year in the Singapore Cup. So to go from that to being bottom of the table, yeah. it's in, in, in any league, not just the Singapore League, in any league, you take away the names, you take away the fact that it's Singapore football, it's alarming, right? Because mm. to go from winning the cup to being bottom of the league, something has gone wrong somewhere. And where I feel that has gone wrong is I think there's a mismatch of what Fadawis Kasim wants to do and the players he has at his disposal, which, right. is, which is surprising because I think Fadawis had the full reins to choose who he wanted for the squad. Yeah. Uh, which is not often the case in, in the Singapore League. Um, and he had that, that freedom to choose who he wanted. 
but it's gone really, really wrong. And the problem is when it goes wrong, at least you you have one or two things to look at and say, okay, maybe this is this is going all right, and then they could build on that. But in these last six games where they have lost all six games, you can't pick out anything to say that, okay, maybe they could improve on this and then the results could improve. There has been nothing to show for, and that's the worrying part of it. I know people will say in Singapore football, you don't really get the sack or or you don't really get uh, reassigned, so as to speak, because it's something that happened previously. But there's no excusing it. Six games in a row for a team like that, there needs to be changed soon. Then, Deepan, maybe that should come back. Maybe consequence should come back. It's a lack of consequence. I, I hate to sound all like anti-particular generations, but it's a lack of consequence the problem then. Clearly, the players don't buy into the coach's philosophy. Why on earth? But maybe there should be a consequence. So, so I agree with you. There should be a consequence. So just to go back to my point, when I say change, I don't necessarily mean that a change in the coach. Right. But I mean changes in terms of his philosophy. Because if, if something has been going wrong for six games, yes. then you should take a look yes. and realise that maybe what I want to, to do with this team isn't working. Gotta be flexible. You've got to be flexible. Yeah. And I don't think Haogang have shown that so far in these six games. But having said that, I think the, the chairman or, or, or the team in charge at Haogang beyond the coach, the management, needs to speak with the players right. and then get a sense of whether the players are buying into Fadaus' philosophy. Mm-hmm. I've had conversations with a few <laughs> players since the last game and surprisingly, uh, there's a good mix. There are players who think that the coach should be given time because okay. it's a new team, a lot of new players coming in and should be given time. But sad to say, there are also players who have basically lost him. Uh, I, I think there are players there who basically have realised that he doesn't have what it takes to be the coach. And once you have players like that within your team... It's going to spread. You know, yeah. the, the, the toxic nature of football is such that like the players will talk within themselves. And then the more you lose uh, confidence in your head coach, you're not going to carry out his instructions to the best of your ability on the pitch. And I feel that's what's the problem here at Haogang. Yeah, I think we can count on Deepen to give us the inside line yes. into the dressing room in terms of losing that. But even from a casual observer's point of view, you can see the players are not buying into his philosophy. And I love your point about you saying it's not one problem they need to address, right? With going back to the coach, Fridaus Kasim, yes, bright young coach won yeah. the cup at the first attempt, but is there almost a feeling within the fraternity that he's a bit too stubborn for his own good? I don't think it's a bit stubborn, but, but I think it's more of the lack of experience, which is quite surprising because you have uh, his assistant, Marco, who has been around for, for ages. He should be adding that experience for, for the team. I think with Fadaus, it's not so much, like I said, the stubborn nature of him sticking to what he believes in. But I think when you're young, you tend to think that, you know, your way is the best way. It's my way or the highway, right? That's the phrase, right? Yeah. So I think that's the thing with him. But he needs to be told by Marco or, or whoever's around him that perhaps we need to revert back to a defensive first approach. Because uh, I I had the stat in the in the match report for the, the 5 nil defeat to... Sailors, but mm-hmm. it's been a long, long time, over 20 games since Haugang had a clean sheet. And when you can't mm. keep a clean sheet, you're, you're, you're basically relying on your strikers to get you out of the rut. And at the moment, they're not scoring enough goals. So you've you got to go back to a defensive first approach, get your defence right, and then you build from there. And I think that needs to be the focus now for Haugang in the next few games. Yeah, I mean, that does happen when we watch uh, English football, or Italian football especially. They know they're in a bit of a rut. Uh, first things first, try and at least get that clean sheet, go back to very, very basics. But, you know, coaches have to be stubborn. That's why they're coaches. Uh, they're up against Tampanese Rovers on Sunday, the 16th of uh, April at 8.30pm. Deepan, how are you seeing this going? Another one? <laughs> 
I think six is going to become seven. Mm. Yeah, yeah that, that's what I feel. You mean the scoreline? Oh no, I'm <laughs> no. Be, be, I mean more so than than Haugang's dismal run. I think Tampines are playing fantastic football at the moment. Yeah. If, you, if you ask me now, um, point blank, what my prediction is. I, I really don't see Tampines uh, doing anything other than getting all three points in this game. It's going to yeah. get worse. Yeah, I feel inclined to agree with Deepen right now. Alborex, Gaylag. Exactly. <laughs> oh but God. I almost feel, you see, after this Tampines game, there is that break. They're breaking for Hari Raya and then subsequently one week for the break. And yes, there is no sacking culture in Singapore. We've noticed that before. Coaches have gone through worse ruts and come out of it. But almost then that break is going to allow a chance to reset, right? And having heard from Fidel's Kasim in his previous post-match, he looks lost. He looks beaten. So is this, do you think, the straw on the camel's back? Is this the final straw? I, I, but I think you, you raised a, a good point, which was the fact that there's this break coming up. Mm. So I, I feel like Haugang's management might look at it as like a good timing for uh, Fidel's to get the ship right. But you, you, you take a step back, you see the, 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 the storyline from a neutral's perspective, which is that when you see a team in a league losing six, seven games in a row and nothing is being done, yeah. what image does that portray to a regular observer? Mm. It makes a regular observer think, ah, they don't really care about results, they just turn up and mm. do whatever they want. You don't want that image to set in. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, this might force the club to act because then they would show that they are serious about this team because they have put out a bit more money than usual to sign the players that they have results have to show and you cannot just seem like you're doing nothing about uh, yeah. the rut yeah just very quickly to, to wrap this topic up also it goes a long way in portraying yourself as a Singapore athlete you have these comments where oh you take part in athlete become pro athlete in Singapore no future one yeah with attitudes like that what do you expect uh, your colleague uh, David Lee uh, from the Straits Times wrote a piece about how uh, the pitch over at Geelang I believe uh, is unfit and unsafe give us some context yeah so it's Geelang's home stadium but it's not at Geelang it's at Tampines it's our Tampines hub right, right. which is a shared uh, home ground for Tampines Rovers and Geelang International so the pitch was actually used for a private event uh, over the weekend uh, by JSSL for a uh, uh, private academy tournament. So what happened is, um, you, usually when you at this kind of private tournaments, you have the pitch, a full-size pitch divided yeah. into four or five mm, different yeah. pitches. So you would have like, your railings, your standees and whatsoever. So what so happened is, uh, I think these standees or, or, or railings left an impression on the pitch. Ah. Yeah, so basically, uh, the, the technical term is left uh, dip, uh, impression, depression, whatever yeah. you call it. Yeah. But the thing is, it damaged the pitch. Koya. We, yeah, koya was the, <laughs> was the word that uh, No Ali used. But, but then this means that you can't really have the match, uh, the, fit, the, the pitch fit for purpose uh, mm. for the Singapore mm. Premier League. Look, first of all, you, you got to realise that the pitch is not owned by the clubs. Mm. This particular pitch that we are talking about is owned by the People's Association. And then you have the other stadiums uh, that are being used for the SPL, like Jalan Besar, yeah. uh, Jurong East. They are owned by Sports Singapore. Um, I, I know I know that the, the story itself is about the pitch being damaged and therefore not being able to be used by the, the, the clubs and the, the match had to be postponed or whatsoever, right? But I think this forces us to talk about the larger topic of stadiums being owned or not being owned by the clubs. That's a good one. Okay, because this is the pitch that we're talking about. But we, we take a step back again and yeah. we talk about the stadium itself. What is a stadium? A stadium is your home ground. It's a home ground where you want to build an atmosphere at. It's a home ground that you want your players to consider as a home. So, for example, if Elliot, if I told you, uh, look, wherever you record your, your radio shows and your podcast is room A, 
but you can only use room A once a week or maybe next week I'll let you know whether you can use room A. My settings will run. Yeah, your settings will run. You'll, you'll feel uncertain. Yeah. You cannot have a fixed schedule. And then again, we ask our players, oh, are you professional? Are you willing to come in earlier? Come in earlier where? Mm. Ah. Ah. This week, it could be at our Tampanese Hub to come in earlier to do gym work or, or some kind of technical session. Next week, it might be at St. Wilfred's Field. The next following week, it might be at a secondary school uh, yeah. uh, pitch. So, this is the uncertainty that's that's giving the players. And, and then I talked about the match day experience. How can you build a match day experience when you don't even own the stadium? Mm. It's like me saying, I want to hold a party and Elliot, borrow me your house. I, I, <laughs> okay, I, no problem, yeah, bro. You know? For so, you, no problem. <laughs> so, so, that's the issues that we have to talk about which hasn't really come up, I yeah, feel, yeah. since this, this story came out. I know now, right now, we're talking about the pitch. Uh, being damaged, but these are all factors that are hindering the progress of yeah. the Singapore Premier League. Yeah, consequences is something we led with in the earlier part of the conversation, but for this part as well, what are the consequences? We need to discuss that, right? And Deepan, I think, hit the nail on the head when it's not just about the match day experience, it's about the training, it's about rocking up week in, week out and calling a place home. I mean, we famously sing this song called Home for National Day, but it seems like local football can't find a home for itself for individual clubs, right? Yeah, and, and the, the damaging part about this is that when you, when you look at the, the pitches in Singapore, I think most of them are artificial turf. Um, that's always been a, 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 a argument against using an artificial turf because it gets damaged easily. Uh, I know there's also arguments against the, the, the field, the grass pitches, because you need proper maintenance for that. But we are, we are in Singapore and we are saying that we have trouble with maintaining stuff. Mm. In other industries, that's, not, that's yeah. not a thing, right? Because, for example, in the construction industry, Will you allow maintenance to be a side thing? Yeah. Will you allow maintenance to be overlooked? Mm. Probably not, right? For mm. what? Safety reasons. Yeah. So why is footballer safety not an important thing here? Mm. For the fact that you could have a, a pitch in that state and it could have almost been played, you know, it's it's something that's mind-boggling. And, and that's the problem with sports in Singapore, I feel. Maybe, yes, we are talking about football at the moment. I, I And I'm sure you guys know facilities is not... a it's not an easy thing for most sportsmen in Singapore. Mm. And we got to fix that. And in football, for footballers to feel like they're important and they are progressing and they have development and everything in mind, you got to create the environment and the setting. And at the moment, we don't have that. Mm. So is this a case of, and just very quickly, is this a case of Sport SG, we're looking at you? Not just FAS, Sport SG, the main governing body, we're looking at you. Am I right to say that? Yeah, a few weeks ago, uh, Eric Chua, who is of course the head of UTR, said there are some... Uh, secret cows that we have to slay in terms of changing the, the, the mindset. Yeah. But at the moment, we need to look at settings like the pitch, the stadiums, and then look at adjusting our mindsets about that before we look at players, coaches, and the stakeholders. The facilities need to be right before the people can be right. Well, if you want to read all about it, head over to straightstimes.com. You can go search it up. It is an article by David Lee from Straits Times. Unfit and unsafe pitch at Tampanese leads to SPL match being postponed. And of course, uh, make sure you head to straightstimes.com as well for more post-match reporting from Deepan Gunnison from the Singapore Premier League. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.